Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points.
All right, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Off Limits Show. Thanks for listening tonight. Uh, that was a song by Madonna called Take It Back. It's from her uh, unreleased songs from the Rebel Heart album, <clears throat> which you know I love. So I've been playing those songs for the opening of the show the past week or so. Um, welcome to the Off Limits Show. Thanks for listening to the show. It is Monday, August 24th, midnight in Dallas, Texas. So if you're listening to the show for the first time, I appreciate you listening. You can find out more about me at offlimitsshow.com. You can also find me at spreaker.com on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Off Limits Show, as well as on Facebook at Off Limits Show and Off, Limit, Off Limits Radio, <clears throat> both the page and then my my uh, my personal whatever. It's not my personal page, but you know what I mean. Anyway, um, and you can also listen to me on iHeartRadio as well. So be sure also, if you haven't listened to the Gay XYZ show yet, be sure to check that out. That's a show with me, Christian, and Jason, where we talk about things sort of like the gay view. Um, and it's uh, you can go to gayxyz.com, to, excuse me, gayxyzshow.com. Is it gayxyz show or gayxyz? <laughs> I don't remember. Actually, let me look. I think it's gayxyz show, gayxyz, or maybe just be gayxyz.com. <clears throat> I should know, but I don't. Okay, it's gayxyz.com. So you can go there and you can uh, and you can listen to our show there. Our show, the GayXYZ show, um, airs every Tuesday live as well uh, at uh, the website, gayxyz.com. Actually, well, yeah, just listen. Just go there. You'll find information. I'll listen to the show. But anyway, you can go there and listen on speaker.com as well live. Otherwise, you can hear the show in archives on gayxyz.com. So um, <clears throat> let me get a drink. Sorry. <clears throat> I don't know why. I guess I'm so hoarse because I haven't been talking all day long, believe it or not, which is really rare for me. Usually I'm gabbing away all day. And uh, today, however, um, I uh, was uh, I, I locked myself in my office, here at home, I mean, and I um, wrote for five hours straight. Um, I don't know if you recall me mentioning I've been working on books for a long time, several books, but two in particular, one particular, one specifically is a memoir I've been writing for a long, long time about my life in general up to the age of 40. And uh, since I passed 40, I'm past my deadline now. <laughs> so uh, I, I've been trying to finish it this year. That's my goal is to get it done this year before next year so I can publish it at 40. Um, but it's uh, some days it's easy to write and some days it's hard to write. It just depends on my mood. I'm very much a slave to my emotions and how I'm feeling that day. And so some days I'm just like, no thanks. And some days I want to. And, you know, I can like schedule my calendar out or whatever. Like most people do, they put a calendar and you want to get things done. So you schedule a little time each day to write or paint or practice the piano or whatever it is you're trying to do. And <clears throat> I've tried that, but um, usually when I do that, I get to those days and I'm like, no, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> so I'm just, I just have to do it when I, when the mood strikes me. And so today it's the longest time I've, I've written straight like that. Um, almost 10,000 words I wrote just today alone. Um, and, and just one chapter. <laughs> so, uh, I, that's a lot. Um, but, um, you know, it's the first draft. And so when I'm done with this, which is the hardest part, I can go back and I can edit it and, uh, make it all perfect and everything. Um, so I, uh, have been working on that all day and, and it's been interesting, but yeah, the, when the muse strikes, I guess you must follow, right? Um, beyond that, uh, I wanted to talk about several things in today's show. Um, today, uh, I wanted to talk about, first of all, cargo pants. And the reason I, when I say this 
is because, uh, first of all, I bought a pair of cargo pants this weekend, shorts. I should say cargo shorts, not pants. Cargo shorts this weekend because I realized it's been the summer and all summer I've been wearing mostly like um, pants and jeans and things like that. And I have some some shorts from previous years, but they're all like haggard and stuff. I need to get some new ones, so I got some new ones. And anyway, one of the pair I got, one of the three or four pair I got were um, cargo shorts. And I have been reading for the past, I don't know, month or two that cargo shorts are out and cargo shorts are not supposed to be the end thing anymore. <clears throat> and some people just hate cargo shorts and they think they look, you know, baggy or whatever. And um, the end thing now are just regular shorts that are a little bit shorter than the knee, above the knee and sort of um, a little tighter fitting and, you know, a little more tailored looking, which I like. And I have bought some of those as well. And however, um, cargo shorts are fantastic because they are comfortable. They're incredibly comfortable. They keep everything in its place. And I mean, not in its place, but <laughs> everything is like um, comfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's no, there's like no uh, worries about having um, anything showing. Okay. Let me just say this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to brag, um, but you know, when I wear tight fitting pants of any kind, shorts, pants, jeans, whatever, things show a lot. And so I have this issue where it's hard for me to, you know, like some women have big breasts, I have a big, you know, so sometimes it's hard to cover it up. And so if I don't wear underwear, which I always do, if I'm lounging at home or something, I don't. But if I don't wear underwear, then it's very obvious. And so I always have, so that's why I like cargo shorts because they don't let anything show or whatever. And so it's not like I'm putting it on display or whatever because cargo shorts are so baggy and in the crotch and in the legs and everything. <clears throat> Plus when you sit down, um, they're not like pulling up and everything. But anyway, so I, I'm a proponent of cargo shorts. I still like cargo shorts. I'll continue to wear them probably the rest of my life. Now I'm not one of those people who actually puts things in his cargo shorts. So I don't like actually like go around and stick Dr. Pepper, which I don't drink, um, <laughs> Sprite or whatever I might be drinking, which I don't really, really drink that either. Coke, uh, La Croix, let's say La Croix water bottle, or excuse me, can. If I have a La Croix or San Pellegrino or something, I'm walking around with it in public or something. I don't stick it in my pocket unless I'm on a vacation or something and I have like a camera and my wallet and everything else. Maybe I'll do it then. But generally, I don't really use the pockets in cargo shorts. To me, they're just there for like, you know, appearance and how they look and they look good. And so that's why I that's why I like them. But anyway, I found this um, as I said, there's been a lot of talk in the fashion world or whatever, apparently, which I'm not a part of. Um, that there is, uh, that cargo shorts are now out and, you know, cause they've, I guess, cause they've dictated it or whatever. And I don't really give a fuck. I like them anyway. And I'm going to continue to buy them, uh, and wear them. But I found this list, uh, five reasons you shouldn't feel ashamed of rocking a pair of cargo shorts. Number one, cargo shorts are indestructible. When the weekend comes around, I like to grab one of the pairs of cargo shorts I bought 10 years ago. Cargo shorts have never betrayed me and I'm not going to betray them. I have no scientific evidence of or consumer reports to show that the material is tougher than regular shorts. But next time you're at Target, feel the difference. A cargo short is a thick, strong article of clothing. You can't just tack on extra side pockets without the foundation being strong. And in the unlikely event that you are able to tear your cargo shorts, what badass superhero stuff were you doing anyway? <clears throat> That's what it said for number one. Number two, it says cargo shorts are low maintenance. I have two kids. I don't have a ton of time to iron my shorts. Fashionable shorts are a nice idea, but it's the summer. If I'm doing anything where I have to dress up, I wear pants like an adult. The rest of the time, cargo shorts, clean or dirty, will do. In fact, my cargo shorts are, are scarred with reminders of productivity, whether it's paint or grease from fixing my car 
or from the rent my dad handed me while fixing my car. Cargo shorts say, I may not look cool, but at least I'm, I was too busy doing stuff to notice. And I agree. I mean, I have some cargo shorts from years ago still that I still wear that are still, you know, wearable, especially like around the house and stuff. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm working or something around the house and they, they have held up very well and they have paint and everything on whatever, but I love them. Number three, cargo shorts are protective. It's never once had, I've never had to once put sunblock on my legs anywhere above my knees. And that's all thanks to cargo shorts. If I'm sitting in a chair, relaxing at a barbecue, I don't have to worry about my pasty thighs roasting because my cargo shorts are there to protect. Likewise, if I go for a hike on the weekend, I don't have to worry about embarrassing myself at work on Monday with some unconscious thigh scratching because my fashionable extra pocket free shorts expose some skin for mosquitoes. Number four or five, cargo shorts are practical. Sunblock, bug spray, sunglasses, wallet, phone, wife's wallet, husband's wallet, sippy cups, snack, whatever. You can always carry them all in there. And lastly, it says cargo shorts are for <clears throat> for dads. You can carry diapers, wipes, pacifiers, sippy cups, toys, etc. I think that's all very true. And I agree with all of those those reasons. And so that's why I just wanted to tell you about my love affair, love affair with cargo shorts. And I will not be giving them up. I will be keeping them. And I will be rocking them until the day I die, like it or not. So that's my cargo shorts little spiel today. Mm. Excuse me while I drink my liquor. <laughs> no, okay. Next thing is, um, <clears throat> I have to do. By the way, I need to do another favorite things episode because I haven't done one in a long time. I used to do one every year, um, you know, like like Oprah or something. Um, on my show where I would do my favorite things, you know, where I would say, this is my favorite thing. I've discovered this, my favorite brand of whatever. And so I've done it. I think I did it last year. I can't remember, but I need to do it again this year. Usually I do it in the holidays, but I'm getting an itch to do it now because I found so many things this year I like. Okay. The next topic is the bears liking twinks. Now there was an article on, I think it was on Queer Tea or, or on some site, I can't remember, where a man had been shamed by his friends, his family his coworkers, his uh, co-sports team members, whatever, um, because he was a bear um, in the, his 30s, mid-30s, early to mid-30s, who was into younger Twinkie guys, like early 20s or whatever, to mid-20s. And he he felt that they were all making him, <clears throat> well, they were, they were all telling him he was gross and disgusting and he should date an adult and that he should be dating someone who's so much younger than him. And I've discussed this on the show before, of course, that we have, um, you know, this double standard about, I think, um, gays dating younger guys or, or whatever. Oh my God, it's so hot in here. I've got to turn the AC up. So you're going to hold on just a minute while I, I'll be right back. And in the interim, I'll play the song for you. Be right back. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. <laughs> so anyway, um, so he was talking about how people were shaming him because he was being, um, he, was, he liked younger guys. And if he was a heterosexual man and the twink was a heterosexual woman and he were dating her, no one would say anything about it. And the fact that he's a gay man somehow makes it predatory or like he's a pedophile or, or whatever. 
the, these are guys who are in their 20s. They're not teenagers even generally. And they're under, <laughs> they're over the age of consent. So there's no reason why this man can't be into twinks or whatever. And everybody has their thing. Some guys like older guys. Some guys like younger guys. Some guys like hairy guys. Some guys like smooth guys. Some guys like big guys. And some guys like skinny guys. And it just depends on who you are. And, and I think it's wrong for us to say you can or cannot like someone because you think someone else thinks it's wrong. If it's if it's not illegal <clears throat> or immoral in some way, then what is the problem? If it's the, not pedophiles, what's the fucking problem? So I think it's just wrong for people to, to act like that and act as if we and the gay community need to have some kind of double standard about ourselves when the heterosexual community does that kind of stuff all the time. And the majority, I didn't say majority, but a lot of older men date a lot of really young women. And for some reason, that's not gross to them, you know? I think to some people it is, probably. Um, like he's dating his daughter or something if it's a guy. Um, or like he's dating his son if it's a gay guy. But I don't think it, I think, you know, they're not, that's not the case. And so I think it's just um, a sexual attraction. And you are attracted to what you're attracted to. So I think it's wrong to judge it. But I think it's really wrong of his friends and his family to say, you need to do this and you need to do, to do that. In my opinion, when you're dating somebody, you're interested in someone, you need to do what the fuck you want. Don't, it doesn't matter what the fuck somebody else tells you. Only you know what you're interested in, what you're attracted to, what works for you. Just because they may or may not be what your family, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, or your friends, or best friends, or your relatives, or your coworkers think is right for you is completely irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. So it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter what someone else says, who someone else says you should and shouldn't date. Only you know what you're into. Um it's like me saying to somebody, you know, oh, you're you're redhead. You shouldn't be dating. You shouldn't be dating um, other redheads because you'll have redheaded kids or something. I don't know. When, I mean, something as ignorant as that. You know, it's just retarded. So whatever. I, I just think it was an interesting article, and I find it to be prejudiced, which I don't like. <clears throat> prejudiced. Excuse me. My throat is just my my voice is going to be. I'm sorry. All right, so um, there was also this video on Queer Tea about gay guys getting rejected. It was pretty funny, and it was a guy, he was at his post office box, or his mailbox in his building or whatever, and he ran into this other gay guy, and he's like, oh, I haven't seen you around. He's like, yeah, I just moved in, and I haven't seen you around, and blah, 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 and he's like, oh, well, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so. And he's like, well, you know, I'm not doing anything right now. Um, if you want to come up you know, to my place, he's like, Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm not interested or whatever. And he's like, Oh, are you are you straight? He's like, No, I'm not straight. He's like, Oh, oh, you have a boyfriend? No, I don't have a boyfriend. He's like, he's like, oh, I just not into you at all. Like, not even remotely. <laughs> and so the guy's like, Oh, I have no problem with that. I'll see you later. Bye. And he goes into his apartment and closes the door and he breaks down crying like hysterically. <laughs> the guy doesn't, you know, he's not interested in me. He hates me. He doesn't attract to me. And this goes on and on. And then he finds out that the guy followed him on Instagram and he's okay. But it was just a funny little commentary on how a lot of gay guys are about our self-esteem is a lot of times wrapped up in what other men think of gay men think of us. Um, in this particular case, if they're sexually attracted to us or not, and whether that makes our uh, attractiveness, you know, va validates our attractiveness or not. And I think unfortunately it's a, it's a, it's true. I mean, a lot of gay guys are like that. And, um, I know when I was younger in my twenties or whatever, and certainly didn't have as much of a confidence as I do now, which comes, I think with age, if you're fortunate enough to grow and evolve as a human being. Um, I, I when I was younger, I certainly didn't have as much self-confidence in myself. And I was, um, 
certainly one of these people who, you know, when a guy didn't like me, I was like, well, I'm, I'm hideous, I'm ugly, I'm disgusting, I'm not, you know, I just was so hard on myself and was so completely critic, self-critical. And, um, and it wasn't until I got older and began to actually love myself for real that it didn't really uh, impact me in the same manner. Um, and everybody wants to be, you know, loved or liked or be attractive or whatever. But this is just a ridiculous extent, I think. And unfortunately, guys sometimes um, are not so nice about it. I mean, I think it's wrong, like when gay guys are leading you on and they're acting like they're interested when they're really not because they don't want to hurt your feelings or they're not letting you know they're not interested. When instead of just coming out and saying like this guy did in the video that I'm not interested in you, of course he could have said it in a more nice, you know, nicer fashion. But um, I think that you know it's nicer and it's kinder to be honest and direct and not lead someone on than it is to lead someone on and give them hope that somehow you could actually end up dating them someday. <clears throat> they just haven't discovered the love and the virtue of your heart or whatever, you know. Um, which is bullshit. So someone either likes you or they don't. <laughs> so um, if they don't like you, just move on. There will be people who do. Um, and no one is liked by everybody. Everyone is not liked by everyone. So you can't find one person in this entire universe or this world whom is universally found to be hot. And I know that sounds crazy because I there's some hot men out there, especially celebrities like, for example, Matt Bomer, who I think is drop dead gorgeous. Whom other guys I've known, mm, no, not so much. He's too skinny or he's, you know, not that hot or whatever. Or, um, you know, it just depends on My point is there's so many different examples of this. And so I, I think it's really um, just subjective. It is subjective. You know, attractiveness is subjective. What one person finds to be hot, someone else could find to be uh, abhorrent. <laughs> what well, one person finds to be disgusting and revolting, someone else could find to be incredibly sexy or something. And that's just the truth. That's the way it is. So there's always somebody out there for you if you just keep looking. Um, <clears throat> then, uh, oh, and the Ashley Madison scandal. You know, if you don't know what Ashley Madison is, Ashley Madison is the um, website where people can go if you are married or in a relationship, a monogamous relationship. And if you want to cheat on your spouse, uh, you can go on there and find other people who are wanting to have an affair and you can meet each other and have an affair. That's what it's for. Now, Ashley Madison also has a gay version of their site called Ashley down low or something like that. And um, so this whole leak lately that happened, there was a leak. If you didn't know um, of hackers leaked, logged in or whatever, and, and downloaded all of the database and the names of the database. And they leaked all of the names, of the database to the public and the media caught on to it, of course. And, a lot of famous people were on there and like one of the Dug the Duggars, those stupid Duggar people. Um, and um, some other people, I can't remember the other ones that were on there that were caught because they were uh, on this website. They had memberships on there and their names were on there and everything else. <clears throat> now, just because you're a member doesn't mean you actually ever did anything, but it does mean you probably were thinking about it, obviously, if you didn't. Uh, so I think, uh, it, but it also, as I said, they have a gay version. And so a lot of gay guys now are also in trouble. And I don't know, I think how I feel about this, I really don't think that that being, um, that outing people for th the, something like this is right. Because first of all, 
we don't know what the situation is with their relationship. You know, some people are in sexless relationships. Some people are in relationships that are open and they're aware that they're having other kinds of, you know, uh, sex partners or whatever. Um, maybe, I mean, I don't know. Somebody has a medical condition. Who the fuck knows what the reason is? Or, and I'm not saying these are all, my point is you can't always just blame the cheater. Sometimes it's the other person as well. And sometimes it's both. So you can't really say just because they're on this site that they're a horrible person. So I, I think that it's kind of wrong. Even the people that got outed, the Duggars, I can't stand the Duggar dudes, the Duggar guy. Um, I can't stand him at all. But I, I, I don't think it's right to say he's a horrible person because he was on there, <clears throat> especially if he was married to some frigid bitch or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, I guess I'm just more open-minded about this stuff than most people. I'm very, I have a very Dan Savage kind of outlook on sex and uh, most people have a much more pur- puritanical view. If you don't know who Dan Savage is, by the way, he is um, on. Um, he has a podcast, and he's awesome. And I've listened to him. I've actually been reading him since I was in high school, and uh, he had an he had a um, a uh, um, column in the Advocate. I think it was the Advocate or something, which I got when I was in high school. Uh, and he, I've been reading him ever since then. He's a great advice columnist. But anyway, he gives advice on sex mostly and things like that on his radio podcast show. So if you haven't checked him out, check him out, because I really, a lot of things he says, I, I certainly agree with, and this is one of them. Uh, the last thing is I want to tell you, by the way, Jason Dotley, um, he actually has a, if you don't know who Jason Dotley is, he was on Sorted Lives um, and the original Sorted Lives movie. And I think he was on the actual show as well, and he actually was married to Del Shores or was with him for a long time. Um, they're since separated, no longer together, and kind of an acrimonious split a while back. And actually, I, I did an interview with him a couple years ago on the crew show that I was part of. Um, if you want to go there and listen to that, it's on. I think it's on the. Uh, I think it's on the Off Limits Show webpage. I'm not sure <clears throat> if it's not. I'll post it. Um, but if you want to. Uh, find out more about him, you can go to jasondotley.com. But he has been, since acting, uh, has been doing a lot of stand-up and kind of just um, in videos and singing. He's a huge Madonna fan like I am. Um, so I wanted to give him props and let you know that just this past weekend he was here in Dallas at the Village Station. I was going to tell you last week, but I forgot. Uh, not the Village Station. That's how old I am. Station 4. It used to be called Village Station <laughs> in the 90s. Um, Station 4. Uh, in the Rose Room, he was doing a sh- his show, his little stand-up thing, which is called uh, Life on the D-List. Excuse me, Life on the Gay List, you know, pun on the D-List thing that Kathy Griffin did. And um, he's also uh, doing shows around the country. So if you want to check him out, you can. Um, he's fun to watch and um, good and pretty. So <laughs> enjoy. Um, that's all I have to say for today's show. I just wanted to uh, chime in on a few things on today's show. Um, I'll be back uh, next, uh, excuse me, Sunday with another show uh, talking about whatever the fuck we're talking about. And be sure to check me and Jason and um, Christian out on our show, GayXYZ, which you can find at GayXYZ.com, GayXYZshow.com, excuse me. And, God, no, it's GayXYZ.com. I can never remember. (laughs) GayXYZ.com. And you can go there and listen to the shows in the archives. Our show from last week, we discussed uh, gays having children. Um, And this week, I don't know what we're talking about, but I'm sure it'll be fun. But it's a fun show, and we get to kind of uh, gab like a bunch of bitches. So be sure to check us out. And also, you can follow GayXYZ on Twitter at GayXYZShow. That's what's called GayXYZShow on Twitter. 
and then also on Facebook and on Spreaker, and of course on the website, gayxyz.com. Also follow me on offlimitshow.com. And also, by the way, if you're on Periscope, which I love, by the way, if you didn't know already, um, if you're on Periscope, be sure to follow me there because uh, I am on there as well and occasionally do broadcasts, but I always delete them, so you have to catch them live. So if you are a follower of me on Off Limits Show on, on the uh, Periscope, then you'll definitely be able to see me there, okay? So thanks for listening. Have a great night, and I'll talk to you soon. Good night. Stay gay. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 